1: So here we go. You better buckle up, Monica. And a whole <laughs> new attitude
2: to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome.
0: Live from News Talk 1480, WHBC. It's a household name.
2: Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. That's right. Welcome back. It's a Monday afternoon at the corner of 6th and Market. And guess what, Kenny? What's that? It's a victory Monday. Hit it, Brian. See, here we go. Friend Eric Brook, Kenny, the
3: party started in the Muni Lights.
2: We're at it again. Orange and brown as far as you can see. And the browns are going to feed in the CLE. Here we go, all together now.
1: See here we go, brownies, here we go.
2: Woof, woof. woof. And it was never in doubt, Kenny. A 13 to 10 winner on the beautiful shores of Lake Erie yesterday. <laughs> Offensive oh juggernauts God. everywhere. Did you stay awake for that? Yeah, a little bit.
3: My God, the offenses were challenged yesterday, Woo! weren't they? Quarterback play was awful, except for the last drive by uh, Dorian Thompson hey, Robinson. It's a great idea. He got the win,
2: though. Let's just fast forward to that last drive. We look like that the whole day, right?
3: Uh,
2: You know what? He actually,
3: his two best drives, JT, were the two-minute drill Mm -hmm. right before halftime and the Uh two-minute drill to end the game. So, wait a second. Mm -hmm. If I'm Kevin Stefanski, maybe I intersperse that throughout the rest of the game if he's comfortable in that situation. You want
2: to handle the young kid with kick gloves, and I get that. But the problem here yeah. is a fact, and you're on to something, you're getting really close. Because what does that have in common with the final drives of the games that P.J. Walker won? He never opened up the offense until it was crunch time, which I don't really have a problem with. If you, if you coach to win the game, then you do whatever's necessary to get there. And if you're going to rely on your defense, I have no problem with it. Because each team... Tried to outduel the other team with the exact same game plan. How do you not throw the ball to your best receiver if you're Pittsburgh? How do you not throw the ball down the field if you're the Browns? When they needed to, they did it. Well, here's what I'll
3: say. Um, in fairness to DTR, and one of these many drops cost me fifty dollars on a prop bet That's by David Njoku. There it is. Okay. I had Njoku to score a touchdown that would have paid me 50 bucks. He drops one in the end zone. He dropped two other passes. Uh, Ford dropped two passes. So in fairness to DTR, who didn't play great, I mean, he missed some other guys poorly, right? But there were at least five drops in that game right. for DTR that didn't help his. There play. were
2: seven drops total. He goes 24-43, 165 a pick, which wasn't his fault, and about 55%. But he outduels Kenny Pickett, 15-28 to for 106 yards.
3: Yeah, now the quarterback rating for Pickett was better, but total yards was yeah. better for DTR. Here's what I'll say. Both of those quarterbacks stink, okay? And that's the best the Browns have right now because of the injury to Deshaun Watson. For now, yeah. it's official
2: today. Your guy is a Cleveland Brown uh-huh. Joe Don't jump ahead of yourself yet. We've got more on that in a second. I'm not going to be the one that comes out and says those quarterbacks stink yet. At least you've got something to work with with DTR Mm. and only a second start. And again, you put them in a situation where it wasn't really uh, that easy for them to move the ball. And when they needed to and they let them throw it out, air it out a little bit, it's fine. But I understand what they were trying to do. I understand the game plan. Let's get rid of the ball quicker than they can rush you. But what we need to do now is build on that and see if there's a difference in the game plan of uh, attacking a Denver Broncos defense versus a really good Pittsburgh Steelers defense.
3: One of the guys on the Browns radio network said it before the game, and I truly believe it now after watching the game. This was the game plan, okay? Mm -hmm. We want every one of our drives on offense to end with a kick, and what they meant by that was either an extra point, a field goal, or a punt. Mm-hmm. Just don't turn the ball over. It's okay if we don't score. It's okay to punt the football because right. we have the best defense mm-hmm. in the NFL. So don't. we're not going to put him in jeopardy. We're not going to ask him to do too much. If we have to punt eight times, we're fine with that right. because we think our
2: defense can stop them what eight What have times. I told you for the last seven years? It's a battle of attrition. It's a battle of field position, and that's how you win these ugly games, when you rely on your defense. It's no different than what the Perry Panthers do on a normal occasion when they're going to run, run, run the ball. What do they do? They flip the field on you. Eventually, they're scoring because they've got what? A short field to work with. The beginning of this game, it was obvious to me, when the Browns didn't challenge for the safety, which by all means should have been a safety, I was okay with it because you're going to back that team up. You're going to end up with a short field. I would much rather have the seven points early than a two-point lead because if Pittsburgh kicks off, they get the free kick from their own 20, you're going to get the ball probably around your own 30-yard line. And in the first opening minutes of that game, I'm not so sure the Browns can mount a drive and go 70 yards for the score. But luckily, we were able to go 50 yards, and it took a replay. But they scored 7 nothing. That's the only touchdown that team scored all day long, and it yes. was huge.
3: Stefanski did challenge the play. He didn't get it in in time. So uh, the official didn't see the, the flag in time when Stefanski threw it on the safety. So that's why that play ended up not being challenged. So what does he do? He challenges mm-hmm. the Jerome Ford touchdown run, which I didn't think there was enough evidence to, to show that that was a touchdown. But, mm-hmm. hey, they got a call. Maybe see, it was a make call for the safety. That's where all the confusion
2: lies in. Because I heard his press conference this morning, and he said there was confusion between the officials and what yep. they thought was a safety and what wasn't. He didn't say in the first interview that he had challenged it, which makes everyone else wonder, well, shouldn't you at least give it a shot early on? It's only a, you know, a timeout, big deal. You want to make sure that you get that. But it, like I said, uh, you can't cry over spilt milk right now. For me, I'd much rather have seven than two. And now we've got a victory Monday, which is really nice. And the other thing is this. That's such a huge win for the psyche of this team to finally get that monkey off your back and beat that team from Pittsburgh because as you let that team hang around, and I've told you this as well, you let a team like that hang around, they'll figure out a way to beat you. They've done it all season long. All of their six wins come in the fourth quarter because why? They keep it at one score differential. They're able to get the ball and somehow put it in the end zone or kick a game winner. Well, like uh, Zagura said at the end of that game, you out stealered the Steelers. Yeah, and how about
3: Dustin Hopkins? Two weeks in a row... Game-winning field goals. What a pickup he was, man. As much as I get on Andrew Barry for the horrible decision not to have a veteran backup quarterback, that was a hell of a move to cut your fourth-round draft pick, the kicker, Cade York. He had to, basically, yeah. and bring in this guy, Dustin Hopkins, as he kicks the game-winner mm-hmm. in walk-off fashion at Baltimore and then comes back with two right. seconds left, beats Pittsburgh. And how about that? They beat Baltimore and Pittsburgh in back took back weeks mm-hmm. to get two huge divisional wins. I don't know when the last time that's ever happened.
2: Not that we can remember, not since this team has really been relevant, let's face it. At 7 and 3, they're finally relevant and the biggest story of the day yesterday might be Jim Donovan coming back. Yeah. Good for him.
3: Awesome to hear Jimmy's voice again. And uh, we're going to have him on the show to talk about the win and coming back and all that tomorrow uh, as Jimmy Donovan will uh, join us at 4 o'clock tomorrow. But let's listen to some of the the great calls from uh, Jimmy Donovan back in the booth yesterday.
1: Najee Harris, the running back, pick it back to pass. He got hit in the end zone. As the Browns get in there, blow in. It's Miles Garrett. As the Browns. (laughs) it is a touchdown jerome ford on review he got the ball across And it is 6-0 Browns, so they don't have to go for it on fourth down. They're kicking an extra point. Hunt in the backfield with DTR. Shotgun snap, he's got it. Back, throws, Hunt caught it at the 50, at the 45, and into the Steeler bench. DTR back to pass, throws middle, Cooper caught it on a slant. He's got it down to the Steeler 37-yard line. He's back to pass, in the pocket, throws across the middle, that's caught again. And Joku caught. it back, ball down, Hopkins into it, flag down, kick is up, and the kick is good, with two seconds left, two seconds left, and Dustin Hopkins puts the Browns ahead 13-10, to he's got it, the Browns got him, Mike Ford got him down.
3: How about that, man? Seven and three, mm-hmm. uh, best start since nineteen ninety four. And what a day for Jimmy Donovan! First of all, uh, f- you know, feeling better back in the booth. He smashed the guitar before the game. JT, yeah. they had him out with the goggles on, mm-hmm. and then after the game in the locker room, Kevin Stefanski gave Jimmy Donovan a game ball. Yeah. Uh, yesterday as well so uh, we'll talk to Jimmy about that tomorrow just a a great day to have him
2: back that's a great win for everybody and especially the fans and they said the stadium was rocking in fact like to hear from 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 some fans if you went to the game because it was a gorgeous day for football man there wasn't a cloud in the skies it was kind of chilly I think because all the pictures that I saw were people all bundled up but do you really feel it when the Browns beat Pittsburgh did I see you send me a picture of Duke Kanam at the game? America's Is that that fan, was? dude. They they go to the Buckeyes game on Saturday, turn it around and go to the Browns game on Sunday. What a life, huh? The how only many thing hot missing, dogs did he eat? The only thing missing was the picture <laughs> didn't have a he didn't have a hot dog in his hand. I
3: was going to say how many did he eat on Saturday and Sunday combined oh. yesterday uh, as a fan
2: of the Buckeyes and the Browns? does a man, if they would have been playing in Chicago, you know darn well he would have had a hot
3: dog, <laughs> wasn't it Duke Wrigley Kanam. Wrigley Field, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. Good for Duke and the family traveling and following those teams. Thank you, Harry. Appreciate that. Good to hear from you, my friend. But, hey, 7-3, uh, and three, Browns, somehow, yeah. they've won games with three different quarterbacks this year. They're in second place, and they're only a half game out of first yeah. uh, behind the Baltimore Ravens, who they own a victory over already this
2: year. How interesting is that, that you play the Steelers on a Sunday, the week of the biggest rivalry in college football? You think the schedule makers knew a little bit of something?
3: Wow, you start the week off. Technically, some people start the week on a Sunday, right? So the first day of the week, you play Brown Steelers. The last day of the week on a Saturday, it'll be OSU at Michigan uh, for all the marbles, too. This is to go to the Big Ten championship game where you'll go there and beat the crap. Oh, nice. Turn it up.
2: You know, Joe Biden's birthday is today, don't you? O-H! H. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, Obama. There we go. Happy birthday. Hey, yeah. here's some of the other things you may have missed yeah. over the weekend. If you missed it, we're going to talk more about Happy Ohio birthday. State as we give you if you missed it. Did
0: you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed.
2: We missed some stuff. I didn't work Friday, so if you've heard this, bear with me. Yeah. The Rockies obtained right-handing pitcher... Cal Quantrill from the Guardians on Friday for minor league catcher Cody Huff. Not the dancer on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Huff is 22. He's second-round Rockies pick out of Stanford in 2022. He hit 254 with five home runs and 41 RBIs in two seasons in the Rockies system. I wonder if he knows our man Aiden Longwell.
3: Uh, Maybe they have crossed paths. I don't know. We'll have to check with Aiden when we see it.
2: If you missed it, Ohio State has set ticket prices for eight home football seat games next season. We only got six. We got ripped off this year. Ticket prices next year's eight home games at Ohio Stadium will range somewhere between $46 and $109 until you get to that last game of the year. Ohio State has not yet announced when 2024 ticket sales will begin. But here are your eight home opponents. All right. Southern Miss August 31st, Western Michigan September 7th, We are Marshall September 21st, Iowa comes to town October 5th, Nebraska October 26th, Purdue November 9th, Indiana November 23rd and Michigan November 30th. Uh, kind of sounds like Michigan's schedule this year. Nobody yeah, on it a crap except for schedule. They go right? to Oregon, eh, that's wow. About it. Wow. By the wow. way, the Buckeyes over the weekend smack Minnesota the Golden Gophers. Final score, there's 37-3. to three. Do you know what the name of that gopher is? Uh, Mike. <laughs> it's Goldie. I asked oh, somebody okay. at the tailgate on Saturday. Hey, that gopher oh. got a name? Yeah, what is it? Goldie. Goldie okay. the gopher.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Go back to Minnesota, Goldie. If you missed it, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow will not play again this season after suffering a torn ligament in his right wrist. Coach Zach Taylor announced that Friday morning and it sent shockwaves from here to Vegas because he didn't show up on any injury report and some people lost a lot of money. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That, More uh, on that Vegas, later
3: on. When Vegas gets involved, the uh, heads roll. You think? Ask Michigan.
2: Yeah. Uh, here are the top five movies at the box office over the weekend. And number five, Five Nights at Freddy's. And number four, Thanksgiving. I bet it's about a holiday. I don't know. What do no, no. you think? Number three movie is the Marvels. Number two, Trolls band together. Got a new song with In Sync in it. We don't have In Sync. Oh, okay. First time in over twenty years. Hunger Games: Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Snakes and Songbirds. Get these snakes off my plane. Hunger Games at number one. All right, very good. Is Jennifer Lawrence in that? Uh, is she in all of them? I. She was in the other ones, I think. I don't know but if you missed it, uh, yesterday the men's Buckeye's basketball team beat Western Michigan 73-56. Buckeye's improved to 61 and 13 all-time versus Mac opponents and are 3 and 1 of the season. That's a big Woo-hoo. stat, wasn't it?
3: That is, right, yeah. Hey, huge. we're
2: going all the way. We're 61 and 13 versus the Mac. Kings of the Mac. <laughs> it's the Emerald Coast Classic and it continues in Florida as the Buckeye's take on Alabama Friday.
3: Oh, okay. That'll be a better test then. No offense. If
2: you missed it, Friday night Cavs beat the Pistons 108-100. to And last night, they beat the Nuggets, completing their first three-game win streak of the season. It was by far their biggest win of the season, led by Darius Garland, 26 points. Great play from Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, too. But the real story here is undrafted rookie Craig Porter, who filled in for Donovan Mitchell and Karis Levert. Porter has 21 points, 24 minutes, with four assists, two steals, a blocked shot, and four rebounds. That kid's balling.
3: That's a nice uh, nice pickup by the front office there after the draft was over. I
2: can't believe it. (laughs) If you missed it, Tiger Woods is set to make his return. Woods announced Saturday that he'll return to play in 2020 since at the 2024 Hero World Challenge, which begins on November 30th in a tournament which he hosts. Woods has been out since April after withdrawing from the Masters due to an ankle injury, Tiger Woods is 47. Man, we're getting old, man. Tiger's almost 50. Jeez. Now, if you missed it, the story of the day. And if we had more audio on this, but we had a hard time catching up with them, we would have played it and we would have um. skipped all of if you missed it. The Browns have, in fact, signed Matt Flacco to their practice squad. Here's some a uh, little bit of audio we got. From the signing, this is exclusive, Matt Flacco. Take a listen. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over them mountains?
1: Yeah, coach would have put me in fourth quarter, we'd have been champions, no doubt. No doubt in my mind.
2: I'm sorry, Matt Flacco's a guy I used to work with at Esber Beverage. That's quarterback Joe Flacco. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, Matt Flacco? I don't know this Matt
3: Flacco that you speak He's of. He's a wine salesman <laughs> in Arizona now. <laughs> oh, he's living in Arizona. Good yep, for him. Yep. Man. Matt yeah, Flacco. But we got no, that's that's hey, Joe Flacco. We can use Joe all the quarterback Flacco help we can get. Can Could have throw? been. Yeah. I don't can think he so. Can he spin it?
2: I don't think so. He can spin a bottle. He sells wine. <laughs> a few yeah, local Joe's, high schools are still alive in the playoffs. Yeah. Brian with the scoreboard over the weekend. Give it to us.
0: This is going to be quick as Maslin uh, made quick work of Green 31-6. to 6. They ran the ball the first 17 plays of the game.
2: Who do you think they, they are, Michigan? I was
0: or, or Perry Wing T. But Maslin wins thirty-one-six over Green. Next up for the Tigers, Cincinnati Anderson. They're a thirteen-and-one team. They will play in a Division Two state semifinal at what they call Historic Cruz Stadium. Mm. And in then, Columbus, in for Columbus. people that don't
3: know where that's at,
0: yeah. Oh, I, I thought I said Columbus. Maybe I did. No, uh, C Bus Canton South. 35-13 over Struthers. Usual suspects getting it done for the Wildcats, who improved to 14-0. And next up, Ted Ginn Seniors, oh. Glenville mm-hmm. Tarbladders 11-2. They must have missed a game somewhere in the regular season. So, 14-0 Wildcats against Glenville. Um, I went to bed last night. This game for the Division yeah. IV State Semi was going to be in euclid i wake up this morning it's in wadsworth i don't know what Good. happened it's like an un-
2: un- unfair advantage is almost like a home game is that right what it was
3: here's what i can tell you on this because i did the research on it um uh, the ohsa said supposedly that nobody wanted to host the game so they had to do it at euclid um somebody came out and said no we're willing to host it oh. and mm-hmm. uh i think uh, you know uh, they got in touch with OHSAA and Wadsworth is halfway or closer to halfway between Canton South and Glenville. And it's a more, you know, uh, fair location for travel purposes for the teams and the fans. So, uh, yes, so that game will be Friday night, 7 o'clock at Wadsworth High School. It's Art Wright Stadium at Wadsworth High School.
2: So there you go. You're all caught up to date. We want to hear from you today. Let's talk on a victory Monday. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Phone line's available right now, 330-450-1480. And we'll also uh, let you know what happened on our Giannino's Pizzeria proper parlay bet of the week. Did we win or did we lose? It's a victory Monday. I bet we won.
3: It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.